0: Hey, Plus listeners, if you're a craft beer fan, have we got the app for you, Tavor. It's the app for fans of craft brews and trying new and exciting labels.
1: It's so cool. Snag the app from your iOS or Android app store, browse the current list of hard-to-find 100% independent beers, and add them to your personalized crate, or enroll in the subscription, and Tavor will handpick the highest-rated beers that suit your taste.
0: There's no minimums or commitments, and if you're selecting the beers for yourself— You pay as you choose and then request delivery whenever you're ready.
1: Again, there's no monthly limit or minimum that you need to hit. And a flat rate shipping doesn't change with the size of your crate.
0: As many beers as you want, same price to ship. Tavor posts 100% independent community, over 650 featured breweries from 47 states and over 7,000 beers tasted. That's nuts.
1: Yeah, you can download Tavor today and try it for yourself. Just use the code nonplus at checkout for $10 off your first order of $25 or more. Again, download
0: Tavor, that's T-A-V-O-U-R, in your app store and use the code NONPLUST for $10 off your first order of $25 or more. I'll drink to that. And one for Mahler. Can I try to sing the synopsis as
1: Randy Newman? 100%.
0: At an annual pace, a huge colony of ants is forced to collect... Every piece of food that grows on their island. I can't do that for the whole thing.
1: (laughs) No, it's absolutely awful. And uh, I don't think we should.
0: to Nonplussed. That over there is my husband, Clancy. And that over there is
1: my husband, Josh.
0: And we are Nonplussed. Welcome to Nonplussed. It's a mischief media podcast. And on that point, before we get started, it's Pride Month. Mischief merch has a brand new Pride line. They've got a few items up there for their first ever Pride line. It's super exciting. They've
1: got a hat that has Yas on it, and I am living for it. Yes! You need to get it. We need to get it for you. For sure. Well, I mean, if I wore hats, but I mean, I might wear a hat for it way we, we we could put
0: you in that hat and put you in a non plus t-shirt which you can also get from mischiefmerch.com we'll take a picture and we'll put it on the socials how about that
1: for sure check all
0: that out at mischiefmerch.com and now that all of that is out of the way in terms of housekeeping black lives matter yep trans lives matter Black trans lives matter. All black lives matter. All trans lives matter. There's been a lot going on, not just like with, you know, marches and stuff, but also in our fandoms right now. Yeah. Um, and discussions that we don't need to rehash if for no other reason than we're not professionals about it. Yep. Um, but it, we've, we've, there, there are black folks who have made an incredible impact on our lives. Trans folks who have made an incredible impact on our lives. All of these people that we love, all of whose identities are valid and pain is valid. And, and, I we You know, we've got this this small and growing platform and we're going to do what we can with the voices that we have to point out problems where we see them. Like our goal of late has been to provide a delightful distraction from covid. And there's just no being distracted away from this moment and this movement. Yeah, just I mean, can't be ignored. It can't be. And we you know, I've joked about white guilt and we do our best. I mean, I think the best example, honestly, is Peter Pan. We do our best to call out the problematic stuff. Um, that exists in Disney's, you know, media library on Disney Plus, And we call out, you know, when they have the tags, at the top, you know, outdated cultural references, stuff like yep. that. But there's absolutely stuff that we miss just because of who we are in our lens. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like, we normally research on Wikipedia and IMDB and we're super loosey goosey with this. And we're just talking about like our perception, what we're seeing, what we're poking fun of. But I think it honestly behooves us to go a little bit deeper.
1: Yeah. Especially now. I mean, it, it's, it, you know, we, we really need to be aware of our, our privilege and really step beyond what it is that we would normally yes. look at something and be like, hey, how does this actually affect others? Right. And again, like Josh said, we, we really like to try to have fun, but there comes a point when like, it's not fun yeah. to watch this sort of stuff when – those things are happening. No. And it's really easy. I think
0: to either come off as being performatively woke or whatever. And, yeah. and to overstep, especially as a white person who feels like they want to wave the flags going, no, no, not here. This is, you know, we are anti race and it could feel like we're, we're sort of overcorrecting, but I don't know if that's, if that's valid for this moment I've had, I I've had my own perspective shifted my own implicit biases examined either through internal corporate mechanisms at places that I've worked, or just through having these conversations and relationships with people, yep. Um, in a, in a lot of ways, in fan spaces and through fanfic and through conventions and meetings and forums and online places, where all of these very diverse perspectives are coming in and going but you didn't think about it this way, especially when it comes to like Harry Potter, which is a big thing, obviously for mischief. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had um, the house of black podcast took over the Pottercast feed this week, for example, oh, right. and was really like showing, Hey, did you think about this? Hey, did you think about this? And in a lot of situations, it's super gross. It's like, no wait, Shit. I didn't think about that. And it's right. because of where I come from, how, who I am. And honestly, it's what's comfortable, right? Yeah. As I think as cis white dudes gay or not, Like there's, there are blinders that just sort of settle on our heads at a very early age and, and it's up to us to sort of look outside of those. And that's really what I think you and I are going to try to do as we learn, as we point out these things that are problematic, because like a lot of times we find ourselves going, is this racist? And usually the answer to that question is yes, probably. So like we should do the little bit of extra digging to call that out and find those criticisms where they are. We should do our part to identify those spots. Call out those criticisms where we can, identify the the voices that are more closely related to feelings that we haven't experienced that have called out those things and yeah. highlight those things and lift them up where we can. Mm-hmm. Um I think we've done an okay job of that. Yeah, for sure. But we can absolutely do better. We can always be doing better. I mean, shit, I ordered uh White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo Um, and I may be 20 pages in and already I'm just like, oh shit, yeah, no, this is yes, all of this is correct. Um, and I ordered uh So You Wanna Talk About Race by Igioma Oluo and it's another one where it's like how to have these discussions and and how to move through and it hasn't arrived yet and I'm, that one's still on its way and i've actually interacted with that author on twitter a bit and she's a she's a delight um just as a speaker but That's she's awesome. she's got so much to say and she's so powerful and it's it's these are voices that need to be heard and perspectives that need to be adjusted and um i mean even sort of related i also pre-ordered tracy dion's legend born um she's a black fantasy author it's a the book yeah yeah i pre-ordered this so it's on the way and i got it from that bookshop site that does um that supports local booksellers Mm -hmm. um but it's so the way that she had like her pin tweet right now is teen black girl hunts for the truth about her mother's death within an authorian arthurian secret society it's black mothers and daughters it's southern black history it's race and power it's legacies and legends and it sounds absolutely 100 up my alley and i'm really fucking excited to read it yeah no that sounds great so all of this to say we're gonna we still do want to provide a degree of escapism because that's what Disney is for us to a degree. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we're going to keep trying to call out the problematic stuff on this platform, educate ourselves on the stuff that we miss and don't see and examine that a bit and and move forward and learn. If we fuck up, by all means, call us out on it. We're, we're going to take that as a learning opportunity and still try to be entertaining about all of the stuff that we're watching.
1: Yeah, it should be said it should be shouted, repeated until everyone believes it. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Absolutely. What movie did we do this week, Josh? <laughs> we did
0: A Bug's Life. And what's funny about this is as all of this is happening and we're trying to consider what to do next. Yeah. I was like, you know what? This one Pixar film, you know, it, it's Pixar. So maybe it's a bit more accessible and maybe there's not problematic stuff that we've missed. And we know that it's a, a story about, the many rising up and taking power back from the few. Sure. And we thought that, that might just be a great message to look at and examine while people are out protesting. Yeah. And even in this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. There, there's some, there's some, there's some problems. There
0: are some problems. And it's one of those things where like, I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm oversensitive to this because of the environment that we're in right now, but chances are I'm not chances are somebody else for whom this is a, a direct
1: potential hurt yeah. has felt
0: these feelings.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not even just, racial it's also uh cultural cultural like there there's And there's they walk a trans
0: line in this. Yeah,
1: they do. And and you know it, they they've got unfortunately people that are attached to this movie that
0: in recent years during the me too movement like yeah. I mean let's say it. we we'll, we'll mention it in a second. John Lasseter got called out for sure. There was some inappropriate contact and I mean this is again a situation where we probably should have done a little bit more research before talking about it. But he he was removed, like he he left Pixar as a result of these. Yeah, instances. he took a six
1: month sabbatical and then basically sent out an apology about this, and then Disney dismissed him. Like that's yeah. kind of what happened. And, and yeah,
0: yeah, and it's it's not okay. Don't it's not don't hug coworkers if if they don't want to be hugged. If you haven't asked them, if you're uh, fuck, just don't
1: hug coworkers. Just I mean, avoid it as a rule until y'all get there, and that's between you and another person. Exactly, like there there needs to be that permission yeah, given yeah. and if, if it's not, if you don't have that permission, then you just don't do it. It's like,
0: and this is a thing. Like I'm a very affectionate person. This is a thing that I've had to examine about myself and how other people might feel because I, I mean, people know, like
1: people know me as a hugger as benign as they can be. And, uh, and sometimes not
0: yeah. like, and there's another problematic individual. We'll get to it, get to it. We'll gloss right over it here in a second. Yeah. But, um, There have been allegations against a cast member in this film that are not great. And we have some connections to some of the people who have some of those allegations. And so we're just not going to give him any airtime in examining this
1: movie and talking about this movie.
0: We can talk about everything else around it, but we don't have to give him any more attention than we need to. So we're not going to.
1: Yeah. Well, what was the synopsis of this movie,
0: Josh? Oh, uh, let me bust out my, um, my announcer voice again. Hold on. At an annual pace a huge colony of ants is forced to collect every piece of food that grows on their island for a group of menacing grasshoppers. All that changes when a misfit inventor ant named Flick accidentally knocks over the offering pile, thus forcing the grasshopper's devious leader Hopper to force the ants to redo their gathering of food. Despite the fact that his friends don't believe him and desperate to help save the colony, Flick volunteers to go out into the world and search for a group of warrior bugs. Instead, what he got was a talented group of circus performers. But when the grasshoppers return and take control of the Island, Flick must prove himself a true hero before it's too
1: late. Wonderful job, honey. It
0: got a little, uh, macho man, Randy Savage there. At
1: the a end. little bit before it's too
0: late. brother. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! the uh, The movie was released November twentieth in in nineteen ninety eight. It was an original screenplay. It was directed by John Lasseter,
0: who, it should be said, was uh, has left Pixar because of uh, issues dealing with uh, inappropriate content.
1: Yep. The screenplay was written by Andrew Stanton, Donald McHenry. And Bob Shaw. The story was by John Lasseter, Andrew Stanton, and Joe Ranth. And uh music was by Randy Newman.
0: Randy Newman.
1: Who is absolutely delightful, but also doesn't really have any like actual songs in this. Like there's not, not any Not until the songs. credit songs, no. Yeah. So there were some extras in this um on Disney Plus, which is actually a lot a lot of the movies we've done have not had extras.
0: No, but I think what I think the comparison, the differences is like launch titles have extras for sure stuff that they've just gotten the license for, or even that they've pushed out early. They're not, they're going to want to monetize that in some way.
1: Yeah. So there were some deleted scenes and also like a 20 minute round table on there. I mean, it's, it's cool to see that there's features. Yeah. Features
0: are nice. Yeah. We didn't go through them. Frankly, by the time we got done with the movie,
1: (laughs) I was just like, "Mm, okay, we're good. That's nice. But there is like, that is something if you, if you decided to want to go, dive through there's more bugs live
0: yeah and look I I'll say right here at the top I used to defend this film really <laughs> I, but then again I probably hadn't seen it since 1998 so
1: anyway I mean yeah it's always been one of those movies that have that have um, people have said is the weak weakest of the Pixar movies until cars came out um, oh but uh, I don't know maybe we need to revisit cars at some point I, maybe it's not <laughs> as bad as we thought it was but you know I've,
0: you, I've never seen any of them. Have you never, never seen not any not of won. the Cars movies? Never not one.
1: I mean, I've seen the first one. I have not seen the second one. And I watched the trailer for the third one. I watched the trailer. I'm hmm. You're the worst. I watched the trailer for the third one and thought it was really like dark. And I was like, okay, a dark Cars movie. Oh, I'm I remember here for that. it. Yeah. And then it wasn't. And so. Did you see that? No, I didn't. But. I was going to
0: say, because. We've been married since that came out, I think.
1: No, I haven't. I haven't seen that one. (laughs) It was the same feeling that I had for Frozen 2. Like when Frozen 2 had the new, uh, when that trailer came out and it was really dark and it was just like, oh, a dark Frozen. Mm -hmm. It kind of ended up being that way, but not on the level that I thought it was going to be. But I recommend that you go back and you listen to our Frozen 2 uh, episode. episode. Yeah, it was a it was a good one.
0: I might go back and drop clips from the film into that one and see if we can just slide it right back in because it would benefit from them i re-listened to it the other night really yeah okay just a lot of us paraphrasing scenes that could have just been <laughs> you know said by the actual people now that i have the time and resources to do that for sure anyway let's talk about this cast
1: yeah let's talk about it so first we have hayden panettiere and she plays the narrator and dot
0: when did the when was their narrator
1: did i miss a narrator i i think that it was either at the end or something like that. I, I don't really remember. I I mean.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hayden, she sort of like burst onto the spotlight in Heroes. She was the cheerleader in Heroes. Okay. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. Yeah. Heroes. That was that was her. That was really sort of her moment. She was also in uh, Remember the Titans, Scream 4, and then she she was on Nashville for six years. Oh, a TV show. Okay. That was quite, kind of like the country glee. Yeah, yeah, if I gave you an all-of-theater pitch. I've never seen it. Don't come for me on that description. (laughs) I was it was described to me as the country version of Glee in terms of what type of show it was.
1: Yeah. Structurally. For sure. All right. uh, Next, we have Dave Foley, who plays Flick.
0: Dave Foley, famously from Kids in the Hall. He was also on News Radio. Oh, rad. Also, he was on um, Fresh Off the Boat for a bit. He was on that TV series, The Middle um, he's done like he was a voice on Adventure Time, I think, at one point. He was on the TV series, The Odd Couple, but um he was also one of the hosts of the celebrity poker showdown thing that yeah. used to come on. What was that, Bravo Comedy Central?
1: Oh yeah. You remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey plays Hopper.
0: And that's all we need to say about that because he's trash.
1: Yep. Uh Julia Louise Dreyfus as Ada Julia Louis Dreyfus. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes.
0: It's the French Louis. Louis. And you go up with it. Louise. And we've already talked about her once on this podcast because she was the mom and onward. Oh, yeah. So we've been through her filmography, but we just love
1: Miss JLD. 100%. Next, we have uh, Phyllis Diller as the queen.
0: Yes, Phyllis Diller. I love her. She was a comedian all through like the 50s and 60s. She unfortunately passed in 2012, but like, Lord, she was on The Bold and The Beautiful. She was on, she was Thelma Griffin. She was like, uh, Peter's mother on family guys. She played that that voice. She did robot chick. She did a lot of voice stuff. Oh my gosh. Um, throughout the later years of her career, she was on animaniacs. She was on blossom. She was on God. Who doesn't know? She was on, uh, laughing repeatedly. (laughs) Uh, what else? Lord, she had her own show she's it's just the longest filmography ever she's she's, she's a wonderful she's a legend in comedy
1: yes uh we also had richard kind who played Malt.
0: yes richard kind who we most recently love from um the documentary now episode co-op
1: yes because he plays one of the characters in that and if you haven't listened to the co-op album like screw it's that on watch I- it it's or, like yeah. a half
0: hour episode on netflix documentary now co-op watch it it's, it's got Lee's Goldsberry. It's got Alex Brightman. It's got Richard Kind. It's got John Mullaney. Yeah, it's got Taron Killam. Just watch it. It's hilarious. It's it's a spark of joy. If you're even close to a musical theater fan, it's a spark of joy. right it now. It is. Anyway, Richard Kind has done so much. Voice. He was he was Bing Bong and Inside Out. Yep. Um. He's he does more d- Monty on Tangled the series. He's uh, gosh, again, another one. You've seen him yes. on. Yes, 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 everything. yes, yes, yes. yes.
1: Uh, next, we have uh, David Hyde Pierce, who plays Slim. Famously, he was Niles on Frasier. Yep. He, what else has he done? He's, He's done on The Simpsons. He plays... Oh, yeah.
0: He plays um, uh, Sideshow side sh- Bob's brother. What is his name?
1: I don't remember what his name is.
0: Is it also Sideshow something? I don't no, know. I don't anyway, so. he was recently on The Good Wife. He was in um, Spamalot. He was in the original Broadway production oh, cool. of Spamalot. He was also in Wet Hot American Summer. Mm-hmm. Again, another long career. Yep.
1: So next we have uh Dennis Leary as Francis. Of course he voiced um what was it the Tiger
0: in Ice Age. Yep. He was in uh The Amazing Spider-Man. He was uh Captain Stacy, Gwen Stacy's dad. Um, Didn't he have
1: a he had a show in FX for a while, right? Uh he was like, rescue, rescue Me. me yes, yep.
0: and he was a writer on that one too. Also Sirens, the job like again and long this the cast in this movie is phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Uh next we have uh Joe Ramth, who played Heimlich.
0: He is actually mostly a writer. He wrote on this film and he wrote on Toy Story and The Lion King and The Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue. Yeah, he's he's got 17 credits as an actor, but like cars was his last voice role.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. next we have Jonathan Harris as Manny.
0: Yes, he's he's another one. He's uh, was much older when he did the voice for this. He was he passed away. In 2002 uh-huh. at the age of 87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Bugs life was one of the last things he he did. He did Toy Story 2 and then a couple of other um, voice things but mm. passed away in 2002. But again, uh, he was on The Mighty Ducks TV series. He was on The Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat. Something called Foofer He was in the original Battlestar Galactica series, the 1978 one night gallery. What else? The banana splits adventure (laughs) hour. Oh, lost in space. The original lost in space. Oh, cool.
1: So next we've got Madeline Kahn. She plays gypsy.
0: Madeline Kahn, you know, of course, from clue. She was miss white. That's right. Flames on the side of my face. She was in young Frankenstein. She, you know, uh, she was, uh, I forget the character's name, but, you know, a taffeta darling. She's the, the, the wife, the girlfriend, the fiance. Oh, okay. In Young yeah. Frankenstein. Taffeta darling.
1: She was in Blazing Saddles. High Anxiety. Next we have Bonnie Hunt. She plays Rosie.
0: Yes. Bonnie Hunt famously from Beethoven and Beethoven second. <laughs> uh, you know, the ones about the, um, the dog, the St. Bernard. She was also yeah. in Jumanji. She was the adult Sarah. Oh, that's in cool. Jumanji. Remember? Yes. Um she was in Jerry Maguire, she was in This, she was the voice of Flint in Monsters Inc. Oh cool. She had her own show called Life with Bonnie, she was in Cars, Toy Story 3, well the Toy Story series. So she's
1: she's been with Pixar for a while. Well yes. Yeah. Next we have a John Ratzenberger who plays PT Flea
0: yes Uh, he's a he's a pixar staple he was the voice of the construction worker and onward yep he's he does toy story uh he's ham in toy story the piggy bank Mm -hmm. um but like you know he was cliff clavin and cheers he's again uh you you know his
1: voice you know his face for sure next up we have michael Mixchain, who plays tuck and roll yeah he's a big character actor uh he's done
0: ncis and red bird and doctor who and like his his Again, another credit list of of like just very specific character bits. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: next we have Brad Garrett as Dim.
0: Brad Garrett was um the brother on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that guy
0: <laughs> with the really deep voice.
1: Brad. Next we have Roddy McDowell who plays Mister Soil.
0: Yes, and it, this was also one of the last things that he worked on too before passing away. Um, Aww. gosh, Roddy McDowell was in Planet of the Apes. Uh, oh, yeah. Pinky and the Brain. He was in Red Planet and the Tick. He started doing a lot of voice work later in his career. <laughs> but yeah, he's like a big sci-fi guy from way back. Awesome.
1: And finally, we have Edie McClurg as Dr. Flora. Edie McClurg is that kindly
0: faced red haired woman that's done like the sort of like token Midwestern role in every funny thing you've seen in the past 30 years. She was the voice of one of the neighbors in Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. And she's been like Mike and Molly a long way off. And she was like the neighbor mom on small wonder, the sitcom in the eighties, nineties about that robot girl. (laughs)
1: Oh right. That's yes, where, I know you're that's talking like, about. She, that's oh my where God. she
0: sits in my memory. But like she Boys. is she's the kindly Midwestern voice in everything you've heard in the past 30 years.
1: All right. Well, do you want to get into this God, movie? Please, yes let's yeah. finally get into this movie. The first thing I notice, this movie's in 4K. Yes. in HDR. Yes. And boy is it sharp.
0: Oh man. It even is. the fidelity on the castle and the Walt Disney pictures logo. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, it needs one more poly pass. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but like, this is a pre-viz state. This isn't a final
1: viz state a little bit, but like, I will say that it is very like the, the 4k master on this is really good. The only <laughs> thing that I would say is the problem is the textures. It's all it's the a te- te- little rough. It
0: looks like you can reach out and touch these rubbery looking insects. 100%. There were these toys when I was a child. I don't know if you remember these. They were called army ants, mm-hmm. but they were orange. And I think the helmets and like hats and accessories and stuff were like a green, like an army green. But they were like, instead of having army men, you would have army ants. Okay. And they had all sorts of like vicious little like poses and stuff. And I'm just now realizing that my mom preferred to get me non like anthropomorphized things to fight with rather than actual humans. Yeah. Ramona was progressive. She was. She never bought me a Barbie though.
1: She never did. Never not once. I mean, did you buy yourself one?
0: Eventually. Yeah. I started getting them as gifts in high school. Oh bless. Oh yeah. There was a <laughs> Rainbow Prince Ken that I had. Who gave that to me? I want to say it was um this girl Sarah before she graduated cuz I was her prom date to her senior prom. Yeah. It was cute.
1: We push in on this uh basically there's a big tree and there's a gorge and an island that's like in the middle and we and we push from a very wide shot into a super macro close shot into the life of a bug.
0: textures you know all the all the environments one of the things i noticed is like the, it at least looks as real as any of the fake stuff in the parks sure yeah so i was looking at like some of the i don't know if this is the right word striations and the rocks and like thinking about that in comparison to i mean we mentioned cars land um and like the fake canyons There I was like yeah yep. that looks like that looks tactile and realistic and like okay okay cool and then we got to a bug and i just went oh no
1: yeah well there was one thing like Pixar didn't want to do a human in this movie. And because humans are really hard to do to sell. Sure. And in toy story, it, Sid did not look great. No. <laughs> um, and, uh, there's, there's a degree of where they wanted to kind of pick a story that wasn't really going to feature people, um, so that they could continue to like further their technology. Yeah. Um, for this movie, that technology being, uh, Subsurface scattering. Okay. (laughs) Subsurface scattering is a technique where basically it's a second pass that shows light going through an object and uh, creates a little bit of a halo or, around that object. Sure, so like, sure, sure. think about like putting your fingers on a light and you can kind of see like the red around your fingers. Sure. That's, that's subsurface light scattering. They did that a lot with the leaves and like that was one of the big things that they did in this. The bioluminescent
0: help. mushrooms too yeah. had a degree of that. I noticed that and I meant to research whether or not that's a thing in ant hills,
1: but maybe I just don't care. It does. I mean, it's it doesn't fun. matter. It, it adds in light source underneath it. Which is an what they hill. needed. Yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i thought that was really cool and like that was their their big thing for this for this movie like each pixar movie and we've talked about this in sure in, in, um onward but each one had like a big technological jump or one big thing that they yeah. did to add to their renderer
0: well and to that point and to this point in the film they also made some advances in like uh crowd definition For sure. Each of the ants and all of the crowd scenes are individually animated.
1: Well, so there was an algorithm that they used for all of the ants to make them different. Um, so they wouldn't have to necessarily animate each one individually, but like, they would all be like if you were to zoom in close, you could see that the freckles on some of them were all different, and they were a different shade of that blue or whatever they were.
0: Well, sure, and it's I mean it's worth noting that this predates Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, and and any of the right. technological advances that they made with you know crowd animation in those films, mm-hmm. which you didn't know themselves were leaps. That I I, don't, I haven't done the research, but I have to imagine you can draw a straight line or at least a slightly curved one. From this film to that.
1: Sure. Yeah. In terms of, well, I mean, this was 1998 and the other one was, I 2001. Mean, they, were, they were in production with Lord of the wings yeah. at this point. So yeah. When I went to New Zealand, literally the joke was you could throw a rock
0: and any, you hit anybody and they'd worked on that movie. <laughs> I, I was visiting a friend in Auckland on my way out. And like his roommate was one of the horse trainers mm-hmm. and was Vigo's horse double until the second film, because Vigo learned how to ride a horse himself.
1: Right. So the, the answer are gathering uh, seeds and they're putting it up on top of this altar
0: well it's an offering stone it's not an altar whatever <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference my friend
1: <laughs> an offering stone yes they put all of the seeds on this offering stone uh-huh. you see them kind of uh going a line you also get a leaf that drops down from the tree that's above them that like cuts off their their line and then we get introduced to the queen who steps in and is just like, hey, nope. No, that's not the queen. That's Mr. Soil. Oh, was it Mr. Soil? Yeah,
0: Mr. Soil steps in. The queen and Ada are are just sort of watching. And what's hilarious is, especially in some of the older stuff that Phyllis Diller did, she always had a dog with her. Yes. So it's funny to me that they animated a little aphid for her character to have a little dog with it her. It was delightful. Goodness. But yeah, no, that's Mr. Soil that comes out. But yeah, it's that funny thing because I don't know if you've ever, I used to do this in college when I'd be like outside having a cigarette on Torturing the, on the theater dock. Well, no, I'd see them going by in a <laughs> line and I would, um, I'd lick my finger and then draw a line with spit in in the middle of the line and they'd freak out because they suddenly lost the line. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess it is torture, but they're ants. Fuck them. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck them.
1: Well, yeah. Circle of life, right? Which is the joke they make in this stupid movie. <laughs> it is a, it is a uh. stupid joke we're seeing all this happen. And then we cut to an ant that is wearing a contraption and, and, and cutting down. Yes. These seed stalks, or I don't know. Are they wheat? What is this? It's it's no, it's not
0: wheat. It's, it's just grass with, um, in fields and stuff. There'd be those, um, kind of like wild grass. I don't know, but it sure. looked like they had, um, runs with just a bunch of seeds on the top. Okay.
1: Yeah. So flick who is the main protagonist. Of Dave this, Foley. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Flick is using this contraption to cut down these, uh, I, I don't know, we'll just call them grass stalks and extract the seeds for them. Yes. So I have a couple of problems with this. Sure. First problem the ants are actually taking the seeds off of the plant so that they could then regrow. He is literally leveling the forest, or that is his goal. That's your
0: note. My note was. Flick's harvester is a metaphor for science without ethics. Oh. And it's essentially the same thought. Yes. Because the long-term effect is harmful and the short-term effect is beneficial. Right. And they're super focused on the now, which is a lot. I mean, again, and this is where, like, I'm just, my brain is in a space where I'm like, wow, no, because even this soci- society following that method will eventually fail if they don't make the major change of moving. Yeah. Because if that grass can't regrow, if they're eating all of that. Yeah. 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 So I got two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, but that was the first thing I went to is it's like, oh, they're, they're cutting down all the trees. I felt okay, like an undergrad and in an ecology 201 <laughs> class going,
0: oh God, no, there's no regrowth.
1: We then are introduced to Dot who goes up to Flick seeing him with this contraption and we get this. Uh, scene where he is trying to describe a seed using a rock. Uh, here, here. Uh, pretend, pretend that that's a seed. It's a rock. Oh, I know it's a rock. I know, but let's just pretend for a minute that it's a seed. All right, we'll just use our imaginations. Now, now do you see our tree? Everything that made that giant tree is already contained inside this tiny little seed. All it needs is some time, a little bit of sunshine and rain, and voila!
0: Rock
1: will be a tree. Seed to tree. You've
0: got to work with me here. All right. It's the, you know, uh, from, I don't know what the aphorism is, but uh, it's something like, you know, from the smallest acorn grows the mightiest oak. Yeah. It's that thing. Right. But he doesn't have a seed. He can't grab a seed from out back of his contraption. So he uses a rock and this poor child has no
1: imagination or she's but just a rock. She's just literal. Well, she's really the thing is she's saying that this is a rock.
0: Yes. I don't think you can really teach metaphors until like age four or five. And that's in human children.
1: But spoiler alert further in the movie, she, she gets figures it. it. out. She gets it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's growth. Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: that's learning. She, ad- she admits, she admits that in the face of new information, she could change her worldview. Yeah. And these things are important. Comma, but, I didn't know. I think until I started researching for this film, that that was Hayden Panettiere. And I was, I was just like this saucy little child actress.
1: (laughs) Listen to her.
0: And then I just realized, Oh shit. She only, she, I only knew who she was because of heroes, but she was quote hoofing it as it were uh, long before that.
1: So suddenly the snail horns um, go off. All of the ants start to scatter. And Mr. Soil. Soil. Mr. Yes. Soil's like, no, everybody, get in line, get all your nuts on here, get underground. Um, No, again, this time it was the queen because everybody's panicking and she does the dog whistle. <laughs> Just- <laughs> the stone. Okay, everyone, single file, food to the offering stone and into the anthill. Now let's go. go, 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 go.
0: But yes, the grasshoppers are coming to collect their bounty yeah um flick has a panic attack and just throws that whole machine at the offering While it's still stones.
1: running like what an idiot just, like flick is an idiot also
0: <laughs> just run into the hole with it like what is that five extra grain like if you if he had just calmed down for five seconds
1: yeah that wasn't going to change anything he could no. have just left it where it was and got under but grain. also the same could be said you know his
0: anxiety and his you know whatever Uh, he's dealing with, you know, and working through, because clearly he's got a fixation of some sort, if only on just, you know, the progression
1: of society. Right. And so he, in that mindset was like, I have to get this to the offering stone because that affirms the thing that I am doing. But even then, like if
0: he hadn't, if he hadn't fucked up, this society never would have freed itself.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know,
0: it's a circle of life.
1: Like we said, he throws his contraption Onto the offering stone and it's still running and hits one of the like pylons that are underneath the offering stone. It's
0: just a rock.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say pylon. Cause that's kind of what it is. Anyways, all of the seeds just fall into the water below yes. and all of it's gone. Flick runs into the anthill and tries to warn the princess. I maybe knocked all the food in the water. And just as that happens, the grasshoppers arrive and literally beat the roof in. Beat the roof in. They the feet go bl- through the floor, which it's got to be th- like. How do they know that it was that deep? Like I don't know. I don't know if a
0: grasshopper's ever been into an ant hill, and I I don't know that we haven't pointed out the obvious that this is sort of a modern take on the old fable of the grasshopper and the ant. The grasshopper's lazy and expects to be able to. Leech off the ant and the ant says no. And the grasshopper dies when the winter comes.
1: Oh, I didn't know that was a thing.
0: The ants have a much more active role. I think it might even be like an old, like an Aesop's fable, but I haven't done the research. So who knows? Neat. Point being, <laughs> uh, they point- come in to rough things up. There's some sort of
1: protection scheme, some sort yeah, of. yeah. He essentially hopper comes in and is just like, you know, hey, we're we're trying to protect you you know we're here to protect you from all of the other bugs and the least that we ask is that you give us all of your food like that's that's all that we're asking
0: and even all of this is gaslighting because what are the bugs
1: they're alone on this island they are and the only bugs that can get there are the grasshoppers
0: at least in the reality of what we've been shown for sure yes it's but i mean this this overarching metaphor of the few in power controlling the many being controlled, you yeah. know,
1: and they're doing that. We were introduced to Thumper, who is this just rabid uh, uh, Thumper. Yes. Oh, his name is Thumper. But yeah, he, he is like this rabid grasshopper that uh, they sort of just show. And it's like, hey, you know we might we, we could we can unleash this guy on you but we're not going to do that because it, it very much yeah. has like old school mafia trope like it's, it would be such a shame
0: if somebody little fire in you in your, in your back room and then like somebody knocks something over or whatever. yeah
1: and uh what was that voice who knows uh hopper picks up dot by the head which is just ugh, i did not like
0: no i half expected there to be like a squeak noise like when you hold a balloon though yeah because- <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, no. How
0: synthetic everything looked.
1: For sure. Flick calls out from the crowd and is like, stop that. And then Hopper, you know, wanting to keep control of the situation was like, who said that? And like, he's very
0: ineffectual. But again, he's very fixated on change and progress sure. and has has identified these this as the major obstacle to that
1: progress. Yeah. He just doesn't have the courage yet to act on it.
0: I w- I would even disagree with that point. He spoke up. That's that's cur- that just just being the lone voice is acting up. Um, It's the point is, is that it's just it's not enough yeah and you can't all you can't be the only one yeah to and then change but somebody's got to say something
1: yeah and uh hopper goes to the princess and is like you know what i don't care the you are responsible for them
0: he says if you can't keep your end of the bargain i can't guarantee your safety and starts doing all of that
1: finger Oof. wagon yeah no 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 but yeah this is cops <laughs> this is basically yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this is cops right now it is and it, it, that's what and that was the first thing was just like oh wow this is prescient like this is
0: yeah it's just like why uh and th- this was the first time we stopped the, and paused the movie and said should we even bother and it's like no you know what fuck it fuck let's just write we this should discomfort. because
1: it's because it's it's good it's good to it's good to point these things out also, it's also, just a fucking cartoon it is but there are messages that it sends right And that it still rings true. Yes. For sure. So Flick is then put on trial and they're trying to decide what they want, what they want to do to him. Um, Do they want him to go into the mines, which apparently he's already fucked up once before. Sure. Um, Do they want him to go help the nursery? She doesn't want anything to do. with. And again,
0: the parallel here is, is, is the uneducated being afraid of the educated? Like they're just,
1: just the fear of change. And they're like, I, I don't know where to put this person in our society. And so they try to exile him. They do. And it's sort of Flick. Flick is right now kind of scheming to get warrior bugs. Whatever that is. Oh, no. We could leave the island. The riverbed is dry right now. We could just walk across the riverbed. We could get helpers. We could. We could leave the sure. We could go find helpers to help us. It's perfect! Perfect. What's so perfect. Your highness. Don't you see? We could send someone to get help. (gasps) Leave the Island. Now, why didn't I think of that? Oh, because it's suicide. She's right. We can fight back. Let me go out and like, uh, let me go out and find bugs to help fight on our behalf. They all kind of have a little powwow and the, the, the princess kind of, and and she feels bad about this, but she, she sends, he's like, well, let's just let him go. Yeah. Let him go out there, and everybody's and so excited he might not about
0: it. Come back, and that's fine. And then he goes, and and tata from the queen and aphid.
1: Yeah, who actually was kind of she was a little bit surprised at the decision. Um, But so one of the things though is that they never leave the island. So right. him getting off of the island is kind of an event for some of these ants. There was a point where like he he got his like little hat on and his rolled up leaf, and he's heading over the hill. And the moment that he's out of view, all of the ants just roar into a cheer. Yeah, it's so sad. They're
0: that whole, it's a whole society of shady people cheering his exit. Jesus, it's so sad, and he's just so plucky about it. And then you've got these two little assholes chasing Dot as she's following him out. Mm-hmm. These and I'm sorry if this is a matriarchal uh, monarchy, mm-hmm. right? A female led monarchy. These two little assholes got some gall trying to step up to the princess and shit all over her day. Yeah. Because Dot is a princess in a matriarchal, monarchic society, which this is how we teach children misogyny. That's what yep, this is. For sure. And I don't like it.
1: Not one bit. So Flick starts to scale a dandelion um while the uh these two boys and Dot are watching. And the boys are like, yeah, he's my my dad said that he's going to die. To like, scale a dandelion is the title of my collection scale, of poetry. <laughs> to scale a dandelion. Yes. He grabs one of the little pieces of the dandelion and then he's off into the air flies off there is a really funny gag of him running into that rock and the camera just keeps going as is it going a funny going. gag i thought i it don't was. know how
0: many i I, laugh, I can count on one hand the number of times i laughed in this movie
1: oh really yeah oh
0: the the reason i started folding laundry is
1: because i got kind of bored oh my god yeah well i thought it was funny but you know it, I, it's what it is you're I, it was entitled
0: just, to your opinion
1: yeah <laughs> how dismissive jesus christ Cut to P.T. Flea Circus. Yes. Uh, I have been in outhouses that didn't stink that bad.
0: This is ridiculous.
1: What a disappointment. No!
0: You, come here. I want my money back. Uh, no refunds after the first two minutes. Popcorn, snail popcorn. We're losing the audience. You clowns, get out there oh, now. I hate performing on an empty stomach. Do your act. Then you're gonna eat PT, what's the Which
1: point is a little racist. It is. Um, I thought it was really cute, the little dog collar that was the ring. Yes, that was
0: cute. I I mean that the whole all of the stuff that they do with the miniaturization of things is cute. Yes. In this movie. It's just some of it's problematic.
1: Yeah, because there's there's some uh was it was it towards it was when they started doing the like the disappearing act. And it's
0: the this in it in and of itself it's tropey and it really could be seen as a comment on that because of the anthropomorphized bugs of it but there is this theme of what is essentially yellowface and like old uh sideshow acts circus acts and like traveling shows mm-hmm. like it's a thing and it's usually a guy who sounds like that with like mascara or eyeliner around his eyes to make them look like they did there was an episode of the marple show that featured something like this it's just ugh.
1: yeah but we're introduced to all of the the circus character the circus bugs yes. um we've we've got voiced
0: by some of my favorites i love madeline khan she says i love 10 lines in this movie
1: yeah it was disappointing it was a
0: little bit disappointing because she can sing she can dance often at the same time it's a joke I stole from Spam a lot,
1: <laughs> but we've got Slim, we've got Francis, who is a uh, a male ladybug. While male and female ladybugs appear very similar, they do display a subtle physical differences in size, shape, and pigmentation. Additionally, females and males exhibit behavioral differences.
0: So then, the joke is you can't t- that not all ladybugs are ladies,
1: right? And I think that's the the point is that. Which like,
0: in and of itself is kind of problematic.
1: It is. No, I, I, I totally agree. I know you do. So
0: <laughs> these are just the things that I was thinking about as we were watching this. Like, right. Yeah, but Dennis we need to Leary, talk about these we things. We absolutely do. We absolutely do. But then like, I don't know, as you watch it, there's, there's an embracing, I mean, they used very dated language to describe it, but like he, he, becomes a more a less cantankerous person and they feminize that through his character art yeah it doesn't feel as problematic as some things that i'm sure we could pull from disney plus but my first thought was oh fuck is this is this a bad trans joke
1: and i and i would agree it kind of is it doesn't really handle it well they could have handled it better without a bunch of like real toxic masculinity that like he was exhibiting like he, he was literally about to beat well, and these, and these even flies just the, up
0: the words that they were throwing at him yes for the implication that he might be a lady he was going he was he was not on board with you're absolutely right oh god yeah but these are issues that we're not experts in but it did like ping for me
1: yeah for sure we're introduced to uh heimlich who is a, gr- a caterpillar yes manny who is the praying mantis that we talked about yeah gypsy who is a moth yeah, that's Madeline Khan. Yeah, and she's a very pretty moth. And Rosie, who is the... Black Widow, Spider. Black Widow. That's yep. Bonnie Hunt. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. And... Uh, who...
0: She spins her web by balling her hands, and I'm just like, mm, that's not where spider webs come from. Yeah. <laughs> it comes from the
1: pinchers. I mean, what if she like grabbed it and then pulled it up and that's then she was... That's not what working.
0: it looked like bless they tried to obscure it as often as possible but that's not what it looks like
1: yeah we also had tuck and roll who were these uh, russian eastern Poles? european yeah i, I couldn't know. really tell but it felt racist it did because it was it just said foreign language like they In didn't the subtitle yeah, yeah and yeah. it didn't even say what the language was i was just like are you serious? and it might
0: have just been gibberish but
1: even then and i hope it's not like, it's tropey like it's but i hope not i hope that it was actually actually really russian or whatever it was polish maybe yeah and uh,
0: it felt gross.
1: Yeah. Next we had Dim, who was Dim,
0: the horn beetle, the rhinoceros beetle. Oh yeah. The um the Brad Garrett.
1: Yeah. But yes, they're all doing this big circus act. They're going through these different the, these different acts. They're not really landing with the crowd. So PT Flea, who is the the ringleader, um played by John Ratzenberger. Yeah. He's trying to win back the crown or win back the crown. Win back the crown. <laughs> this isn't drag race. No. He's trying to win back the crowd. Yes. And it's this whole very elaborate Involves all of the circus bugs
0: Flaming death <laughs> I hold in my hand The match The match that decides Whether two bugs live or die This very evening In a moment I will light this trail of matches Leading to a sheet of flypaper Just in light of the lens, Aim directly at the flypaper they're going to light some fly paper on, on fire, fire that has
1: a bunch of like uh, uh, lighter, lighter fluid, fluid on it. it. Yeah. They're going to
0: fire the roly polies out of what looks like an enema bulb.
1: <laughs> I mean, what else is it? I don't know what yeah, it is. For sure. It looks like an enema bulb. Dim is up above and he's going to jump down on the other side of the enema bulb and fire the roly polies off. And there's a misfire. Everything goes to shit really fast. Uh, Rosie doesn't complete her web and there's a big hole in the middle of it. And instead of uh tuck and roll or whichever one, I don't know which one it was. P.T. Flea gets stuck in the fly paper and gets lit on fire and everybody leaves. People were, I think the implication here is that there was, it was sort of impressive, but all of the, all of the circus bugs dip out because they think that, well, P.T. Flea fires them. And basically yes, it's like, right. you all are fired. And then we're at the bug bar.
0: Right. And that's when flicks coming into the big city, which uh, lives under this trailer where the pizza planet guy works. Kind of lives. Like, yeah. Not works.
1: He doesn't work at the trailer. Well, oh. I mean, he works from the truck that's there. You're overthinking it. Yep. It's kind of like a uh, analog of New York city. I guess it's got like the big billboard, like times square billboard. It yeah, looks like kind so, of a thing. Yeah flick is getting into the city he's he he's he's a country bug and he doesn't know how to behave <laughs> in the city uh, they've got like christmas lights that are like red and green and that's what's causing traffic to go and he gets yeah. caught in the middle of traffic gets pushed out by, you know it's it's just like it's like uh, uh will ferrell in elf trying to be in new york city sure like that's the that's basically the whole time is. i'm
0: looking at it going but bugs don't Bugs don't create their societies this way. I don't know why I was thinking about it that way. I just couldn't. I couldn't suspend my disbelief you in this could. one. <laughs> I was just like, whose bright idea is this? Bugs would probably have it a lot more logical than we do. This doesn't make any damn sense.
1: Yeah. So we cut to all of the uh, circus bugs in a a, a bean can um, that is a bar. There's like a mosquito that comes up to the bar and is like, uh, "Excuse me, I, hi. I represent an ant colony, and we're hey, just bartender. Bloody Mary. All positive." And then just pass us out drunk almost immediately. It's just—it's delightful, is what it is. It's fun. All of the circus bugs are at a a table at the end. They're all sort of like—it's like, it, it's like a, what do you call that? After like after you've had like a show and you all go out to like a a, a restaurant, the like after party. Kind of. I thought there was a term for it. I don't know that we ever. I don't know that we ever. It was just we're going to the bar after. Yeah. So they're all at the table. Yeah. The flies come in.
0: Yes. And there's a big fly.
1: Yes. And they've come, the, the flies that uh, Francis was insulting or was being insulted by earlier show up with a big fly. Yes. Um. So there's a big fly bar fight.
0: They decide they're going to do the Robin Hood number.
1: Yes. It's all to c- kind of, you know, get out of it or whatever.
0: And Flick sees them sort of defending something again you know he's like oh he comes in and then
1: he gets pushed out so he's behind a crowd but he's hearing all this rustling and then at one point all of the circus bugs like start to roll the can and everybody gets jostled and all the circus surface bugs or circus bugs have a marvel moments where like all of the it's like hero poses yeah, yeah hero poses flick sees this he's like i found my warrior bugs but when he recruits them it's kind of like they think he's a talent scout. Yeah, because their actors out of a job. It's a bunch of miscommunication. Yeah. A big farce. It's it's such a farce. It's a political farce, which is scary. Yeah. <laughs> so they're heading back. Yeah, they head back. He's talking to Tuck and Roll who don't speak English right uh, about what the plan or what he's bringing them for. And at-
0: also just the concept of bugs speaking different languages yeah like why
1: but they also the, all the rest of them speak English. it's right. just these two can't they just chitter like does it have to be anyway part of me feels like they may have written this them to not speak English so that the, they could sell that flick tried to communicate to them and didn't I and If don't that's the know. only reason why they exist that's uh, I don't like that so they arrive at the island all of the answer are impressed that flick has actually brought back warriors to help fight yes. this cause
0: And everybody believes that they're warriors. Yes. So they're throwing this big old party because now they have these helpers to fight off the grasshoppers. And of course, all I can think is, wow, they're still just burning through resources to celebrate a a conclusion that is not yet foregone.
1: Yeah, they, they it seems like they want to throw a party every time they can
0: legitimately and somehow i don't know what the time span here is but all of these children in this in this uh second grade which again is a weird concept for ants
1: you know what but maybe that's the point maybe this is to make it seem like okay there's been a there's been like a couple of days of them being there maybe for them to have put together a production i legitimately
0: couldn't figure it out and i didn't want to take the effort to go back anyway
1: <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say it is is that they had some time to prepare a presentation for them
0: which is a mural of the, the new book really just two or three of them uh, slaughtering the grasshoppers and then a, a, a pre enactment
1: of that battle yeah well like they roll out this leaf and it's got this depiction of all of them basically dying one of them Heimlich is cut in half and Heimlich just goes white uh, yeah then the, then the kids start reenacting what this battle would look like I tell you a tale
0: of heroes so bold who vanquished our grasshopper enemies of old.
1: Look, the last leaf has fallen. We are the grasshoppers, where's our food? Who will come to save us poor ants? We are the warriors, here to defend you. I die. 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 He just ends with them die 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 yeah and then everybody's dead
0: yeah it's like in um midsummer night's dream the play within the play anyway
1: yeah at this point the circus bugs are like oh shit this is not what we signed signed up for no no (laughs) this is
0: not an acting gig this is not (laughs) dinner theater
1: as manny said earlier they they get flick and it's like hey hey flick this is not what we we're not gonna do this. We're we're gonna go, and Flick trying to s- save the situation basically says, Oh, well, we need to go off and have a secret meeting." You know, it's it's a byob. Right. You know, yeah, all, it's it's all, it's
0: all frantic. And and the princess princess Ad is like, "What do you what byob? Who who's she?" None of this makes any sense. What's going on? And so she follows them out there as there as he's trying to convince them. Flick's trying to convince the circus bugs to stay. Yeah. And then, you know, he runs off to his, no, no, no. It's a, it's a very secret meeting. And he runs off and she comes through and none of them are there.
1: Yeah. They've all, they've all disappeared. And flick is then trying to plead with them to, you know, Hey, we, we got to make this work or whatever. But he gets to a moment to where he's completely defeated, where he like, he's just like, you know what? I can't deal with this. Just squish me. Like I can't. Yes. And it's kind of dark. It really
0: is. He gets really down on himself, but everybody's taking off. Flick grabs onto is he Is that when he grabs onto the stick?
1: Yeah. Cause they're, they're essentially, they're taking off. They're like, we, we don't want to deal with any of this. They're taking off. Yeah. Yeah. Flick grabs Slim's legs mm-hmm. and is going off with them. And Dot shows up. Yeah. Dot kind of follows them off. Cause she sees that something is, something is happening. She follows them. Dot decides that she's going to try to go after them.
0: Yeah, and they're all, they all get to the ground and that's when Flick notices there's a feather next to a nest and he just screams run because there's a bird nearby. Yeah. And then the bird shows up and starts, you know,
1: peep, peep, peeping. Tweet, 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 tweet. And, <laughs> please don't
0: go! Put the stick down. Flick, I made it now. Drop the stick. Drop it. Ah! Oh! Run! <laughs> Boy, he runs fast for a little guy. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. <gasps> half of them are running uh, heimlich's using himself as as bait uh, the or the stick slim is holding up heimlich to sort of like distract the bird away from francis and dot
1: and then the bird comes after them and then heimlich gets stuck i mean and it's it it's all it's nonsense
0: <laughs> it's a farce it's it a is. farce and it's all being watched by the ants upon the hill
1: Right. They're seeing this happen, thinking that they're actually fighting the bird. And this is all like, you know, they're really fighters or whatever, where this is all just a a comedy of errors. It's a hard sequence, but it's hard to follow. Yeah. And
0: they even mention something about Hopper being afraid of birds. And this is a plot point.
1: Right. And like, as this is happening, they're they're trying to they're trying to get away from the bird. The bird is just the curious of birds and just as the curious of birds. It's a curious bird. The
0: most curious bird. The curious? No, because it would have to be
1: curious-est. So this was the most curious bird. It's not even curiosity. She's trying to eat him. That's, that's fair. I just thought it was super cute. Like, the, the bird is cute. <laughs> Anyways, all of this, they get away. Uh, there's a big sound of applause. And at that point is when all the circus c- circus Bug, bugs yes. are like, oh, oh, it can feed my ego. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Francis is a hero his leg is hurt but they put him up uh the doctor what's her name uh, Dr. Flora yeah she gets his his leg all up and Mr. Soil comes in to congratulate the uh, the the blueberry group wants to congratulate them make, make him their honorary den mother
1: yeah <laughs> uh, which again is more of that, it's awkward and questionable at best yeah and I mean it's and and, and his arc is kind of like that's his arc is coming to terms with his femininity.
0: Well, and it's not even that it's, it's not even coming to terms with anything. It's just like him going, Oh yeah, this is, this is fine. I can do these things. You can deal with it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Ada, Is it Atta? Yeah. Yeah. Ada decides, uh, or she, she pulls flick aside and wants to apologize. She thought that they had hired a bunch of, or that flick had hired a bunch of clowns, which I mean which Kinda. he had <laughs> yeah literally and she's showing this like vulnerability like you know what hey I, i'm just i'm trying to do this i'm trying to do my best job at this sure and you know and she's like and you're really helping me with this and meanwhile this is when flick could have said you know they're not actually really circus or they're not really warriors they're actually circus bugs like, i mean
0: he could have said it 10 times
1: before he this could have
0: well, and I, I don't know. I, I think what they're trying to do is saying, you know, he's using these, I mean, it's, it's manipulation because he's using the circus bugs to enact his own plans, which is where we get to like the big, you know, building the fake bird, because that's what Hopper's afraid of is birds.
1: Yeah. That's why he's got that scratch and
0: the weird eye.
1: And so, yeah, begins a big montage of them building this, this bird, which I mean, it, it's a cartoon. So, you know, I mean. They can do whatever they want to. Do. Exactly, but I thought it was impressive. It, I, don't I know. mean,
0: when yeah, no, and it's it's all. I'm sure it's all a thing you could probably actually do, given you know, uh, like you could probably make a little bird out of those materials.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's a it's a big like all, everybody coming together, everybody working together. Yes, um, you know, it's a, it's a good it's a good montage.
0: Yes, and then we cut to the grasshoppers, and this this whole scene is problematic.
1: <laughs> It is it, it, it takes place inside a sombrero
0: inside a inside a literal sombrero um, and it's the you know there's the, like the peligroso sign
1: you know I, I mean is it is it bad because it's a it's a it's a Mexican bar like I mean that's kind of what it is
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah I mean it's just like light cultural appropriation and that's it the is, joke they're that, playing La Cucaracha yeah. that the fact that it's the joke is the problem that's
1: true yeah because that's
0: ugh. right long story we don't need to dig into this too much the you know, the grasshoppers are feeling super lazy they don't want to have to go back to the island so they send molt
1: in to try to convince hopper not to go back to the island and uh, hopper comes downstairs and as like he he's there's a big like uh jar full of the seeds and he just starts throwing one seed at them it's like oh does that hurt no Throws another seed oh does that hurt Oh no, that's fine. Yeah. It's a whole scene of Hopper being an asshole. Right. And then he lets all of the seeds go down and then that takes them over. And that's all to prove his point that, you know, Hey, we've got to, we have to silence the one that's making all the noise because
0: they, he says they
1: outnumber us a hundred
0: to one. And if they ever figure that out, dot, 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 you know, that's that's the whole thing. And again, like, Hey, that's the cots. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, They're celebrating. They're celebrating the success of this plan that they haven't even enacted yet.
1: Yeah. And the circus bugs are like, you know what? they're they've decided to stay yes they're very much into because
0: again this was the manipulation piece right like flick was like yep nope go ahead bye bye
1: hey how you guys doing some party huh is that grain dip fresh or what okay i've told everyone you'll be stationed deep in the command bunker party quiets down i sneak you out the back way and then you're out of here forever dim don't wanna go well if dim
0: stays he's gonna need me here he's not fully trained (laughs) I mean, how
1: strange. <laughs> I uh, I kind of promised the blueberries I'd teach him. Canasta. It seems we've been booked for an extended engagement.
0: And they're all like, oh, never mind.
1: no, we kind of like it here. Yeah. And that's when PT arrives. A PT Flea
0: arrives. If they had just left, then again, once again, if things had just gone according to plan, which I guess is the point of the movie, <laughs> then things never go according to
1: plan. I don't know. For sure. But... It- he outs all of the the circus performers, um, or circus bugs, and they, uh, they go off, and all of the ants, um, have basically well, the jig shun- is up, right? Right. Like the yeah.
0: whole the whole thing is is done, and um, you know, yes, they're circus performers. Everybody's concerned that now that you know these weren't tacticians, these weren't warriors; these were just you know performers who yeah. who came up with this bird plan, and then oh, it wasn't really their plan, you know, because because uh. Francis says, I really thought, you know, princess in his defense, I thought Flick's plan was pretty great. And she's just like, and, and that's when like, well, yeah, the circus folks go back with PT flea because that's what they're going to do. And they exile flick again.
1: Yeah. I I do want to point out PT flea. He's got like a bunch of like animal cracker boxes. That's like his, his convoy. Did you notice the name on the box? No. Casey jr. What is that? The train at Disneyland. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Um, I don't know how they got those boxes onto the island.
0: He, well, he was, it's like a, it's like a caravan. He's got the millipedes
1: pulling Didn't the it. millipedes go up a wall. I sure. guess maybe they could. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, again, it's a cartoon. So they go off and then the moment that they leave the grasshoppers arrive. Yes. They turn it into a police state. It's like, yeah,
0: they take over and they yeah. say, you're going to, you're going to get us double and we're not leaving until you do. Yeah, and we don't care what happens to you. Uh, yeah, because they were like, we we're, leave.
1: we're not going to have enough food if we give you all that. He's right? like, tough
0: titty. Except, not really what he said. It's not. Um, but the little ones, they they go to their secret hideout. Yeah, the little clubhouse. Yes, their little clubhouse. They get to escape, and they overhear one of the grasshoppers saying that they plan to kill the queen. Yeah, as soon as they get all the food and take off, and so uh, Dot realizes, you know, she's got to go get Flick and warn him.
1: Yeah, and there's there's a, and I don't know if we we went over this, but Dot earlier in the movie she has wings but she has not been able to use them yet and she's been told not to use them yes um and at this point is when she's like okay i absolutely need this to work and then she learns how to fly and then she takes off
0: well she gets chased by thumper first remember that's that's what triggers her being able to he thinks that she's he's chased her off the cliff, off the clover, right, and she falls to her death. And then like it's it's that thing of like just the shot holds, and then you hear the and she flies. Yeah, it's up. tropey
1: for sure. It's super tropey. But yeah, so she meets up with them. Uh, Flick is just in a very dark place. Yes, every he is just like I don't care what happens. I'm I'm a failure, and I can't do anything.
0: Yes, and Dot hands him a rock. It says pretend it's a seed (laughs) Or imagine it's a seed
1: Yeah and that's it Everybody else has no No fucking clue what's going on Because then immediately those other two
0: are like What's with the rock? I don't know maybe it's an ant thing (laughs) Pretend it's a seed okay
1: (sighs) Thanks dog Hey,
0: what's with the rock? It must be an ant thing. All right. Um, Let's do it. which again, it, like, even if they think it's cultural, I mean, just ask.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. is
0: it comes back like uh, ugh. cultural insensitivity is played for laughs in this film?
1: Pretty much. So the circus bugs convince Flick that his bird idea will work. Yes. And then they turn the caravan around. After wrapping a pt flea up in webs,
0: yes, which and not from her butt. This is <laughs> the second time I noticed. I was like, she's casting a spell. She's not. She's
1: there's I Do you think it was a? I wonder. I think if it there was a was conscious a, choice. I wonder if there's a point where they're like, where should the thread come from? Should it come from her from the front? It's like, do they want it to come from the back? I feel like it should come from the back. Like, it
0: should. There's no I reason. Know. It's, it, I it, don't know. It is conspicuous in its difference.
1: But also, it's like why show that to kids, which something it is incorrect I just, where it's not even, it's, it's benign, right? Like, exactly. Uh, uh,
0: whatever. Because butt stuff, Clancy, I, I'm just people saying, people are so afraid of butt stuff uh, and they
1: shouldn't, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be open your mind and your butt <laughs> open minds, open, open butt. butts. <laughs> Can't lose. Can't lose. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: So now it's showtime and the circus bugs come back, and it's like, like, it's a big sp- ruse. They, yes, it's a ruse. They spin it as a scheduled performance, and Chaimlik is pretending to be a baby, but as humans understand babies, yeah, with a bonnet a and a diaper and drinking a bottle.
1: Ooh.
0: Right. Or maybe it was just a pacifier, but still a nipple. Like, it's just weird.
1: Yeah, it is. It is weird. Like, like they should know what this, this is. This is
0: why I was like, well, my suspension disbelief is not on board with this one. Like this this is not none of this tracks.
1: Yeah, at no point are any of these <laughs> bugs wearing clothes. Nobody is wearing clothes. No, why is for, Harley got a diaper on? I mean, the only thing that that the only piece of clothing is is um like, uh, Manny's turban. Well, That's it.
0: it. Well, in the Queens that you know, they all have their crowns. Right, the but they're made of leaves.
1: Yes. Like, sure. Like I get that you need to differentiate the ants to make them to make them visible. It's but silly but this was just it weird. It's silly. Anyways.
0: So they do this whole shtick and get up and they do, you know, they um It's like
1: um,
0: It's their circus I, act. It they is They do the disappearing magic act that's super problematic because again it's all those sort of like yellow face tropes.
1: Yeah, but they take the Queen as the tribute or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Queen volunteers as tribute. Yes. Katniss. Yes. Um they they pull her in, they put her into the um, Chinese it's the, takeout carton, yeah. Yeah, takeout it's the takeout carton, yeah, takeout carton, the takeout carton, whole
0: smuggle her out on, on under under the beetle,
1: yeah, under under dim, under dim, and then gypsy comes out of the the takeout carrier, yes, and she and does her little that's like, the big joke, or well, and sorry, that's the, big the reveal. signal, right, for the bird to take off, and so they release the bird, bird comes down, starts sweeping around, the all the grasshoppers freak out, and the ants also freak out to make it. Seem more realistic, yes. right? They start getting blueberries and like putting it all over their bodies, like they've been injured. And yes to make it's a it, whole thing, it's it all to slits, sell. hamming
0: it up. He's got a berry in his eye. Yeah, kind of
1: like sucks his head into
0: his own neck <laughs> Looks to like recreate it's... the picture from the painting. Yes, it's terrifying it, yes. <laughs> um, and then PT Flea somehow gets loose and
1: goes, Oh yeah. shit, it's a bird. I'll help. Yeah, it gets his, his whole uh caravan gets knocked over. He gets out of the silk that he's been trapped in for hours. Yes. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, lights the bird on fire. Hopper catches on to the ruse. Yes. Is like, this isn't a real bird. And, and then becomes the big flick versus Hopper fight. Yes. Hopper has like a big, kind of monologue basically saying like ideas are dangerous things. Yeah. No you know?
0: thinking anti-intellectualism. Right. The Ants few will not- control the many.
1: Yeah. And, and then flick is like, you know what? Ants are not meant to serve grasshoppers. And mm-hmm. it, again, the parallels here are just, it's yeah. So now there's a real big ant battle. Well, cause they, they all
0: realize that yet yeah, no flick can't take him on his own, but we can take him
1: as a group. Yes. And they all link up together and they all charge in. It's a big moment. And actually, like, I don't know. I felt like it worked. Like, sure.
0: Yes, it absolutely does. It serves the story just fine. Yeah. It's, I, you know, it is what it is.
1: And everything is, they are they are taking them down and then it starts to rain. Yes. Which has been teased throughout the entire movie. Say, yeah, it's is like the, the rainy
0: season. And it's just, visually it's gorgeous the way that it comes it in. Is. yeah, yeah but yeah, it starts, you, you get the, like the whistle of like the, what bombs dropping and everybody's panicking.
1: Yeah. And sort of breaks up the entire, you know, they're, they're uprising a little yeah. bit. Like it, it it kind of prevents that, but a lot of the ants continue to persevere through it. And mm-hmm. uh, at yeah. one
0: point, tuck and roll are on Hopper's head and they pull his antenna off. Yes. And they're laughing about that.
1: <laughs> they finally end up off of the island and down into the um. They're where, back in the riverbed. Back in the riverbed, Flick gets the idea of getting them close to the bird, the yes. real bird. Yes, they get there. Hopper then assumes that this is another bird ruse.
0: Yes, until it's too late. Until it's way too late, and that <laughs> bird picks him right up. You're you're curious, sir. Bird. That you're curious, curious bird. bird snatches. Who's him the real r-
1: hero of this
0: story? Truly, that bird ends up being the real hero of the story <laughs> and chewing up. No, because that's... He doesn't that's, chew it up. That's the note that I made. It was like, this bird should, should should chomp, 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 and then puke it back out into these birds' mouths, right? Yeah, that would have been better. It would have been. But Under- also, this is another bit of passage of, st- of time, right? Because, like, they were eggs the last time we saw them. Yeah. And then they come out looking like the fat chocobo from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake.
1: Oh, my God. Josh was just playing that. And and I was just like, just, oh, look at all these fat chocobos! It was terrifying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, and that's, that's, you know, that's it. We go on to... springtime I guess the circus bugs and PT stick around at least long enough for Heimlich to have cocooned himself and I'm finished finally I'm a beautiful butterfly (laughs) (laughs) might They're beautiful. I'm like, the <laughs> up. You better start flying. But I am flying. And from way up here, you all look like little
1: ants. Uh, now, part of me is like, I thought they ran out of food. Like, how did they make it through the winter? Bro, I don't know. It yeah. don't make any damn sense. It doesn't. But now they've all got the contraptions that uh, Flick has built. Yes. And, and now they have such a surplus. Yeah. It's such a surplus. And they're, they're literally... De, there's deforestation happening on the island for the purposes of fireworks. Right. They oh just, my God. They yes. just fling them as, they're, as the circus people they are literally taking their livelihood and throwing it into the air. So then it we just have pops so like much popcorn. extra. We just going to throw it around. Jeez. Capitalism. And then cue Randy Newman with his song.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> right in there. We get some fun little quote unquote outtakes. Yeah. The song is called time of your life uh sure and yeah during during that there's there's some st- i don't know i don't know how you feel about stage outtakes yeah i don't it, it feels like okay i get it like you want to have outtakes but like this is an animated feature it, it all it was so forced it, it all was. felt so forced it, it worked in toy story it, it was like whatever i mean there was one there was one shot where like woody was in it yeah so i mean you know okay
0: okay clancy so how did it do how did it do at the box office
1: so, um, first, the budget of it was $120 million, um, which is a good amount. Um, I can't tell if that's a lot for the time. It is. is it, it definitely is. Because this movie took three years to make. Uh, sorry, I take that back. This movie was also being worked on while Toy Story was also finishing. So, like, it was long. Like, there was a three-year period between Toy Story and this.
0: So, it probably took four or five years to make. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, we mentioned it in Onward that, like, they just pump these out now. It doesn't seem it seems like the bulk of the development is done prior to the actual animation. Like it Mm -hmm. seems like that's the, and I could be wrong on this. I'm just taking a guess as like a, as someone who watches Pixar films, Seems like they spend a lot of a lot more time on the actual like creative story, all of that development. The animation is actually a lot faster to do now.
1: Everything is very much storyboarded out. The movie is basically ready to go by the time they go to animation. Yeah. And there's there's very few changes. So its budget was 120 million. How much did it make? Well, it made 363.3 million dollars. Yeah. So But again, it came
0: right after Toy Story. And this, like everybody was like, oh shit, Pixar!
1: Yeah. Ah! Um, Yeah. And the reviews for this were actually very positive. Um, They were 92% on, on uh, rotten tomatoes. Uh, Yeah. The, uh, the critics score was based on 87 reviews.
0: Kenneth Turan of the Los Angeles times in 2000 said what a bug's life demonstrates is that when it comes to bugs, the most fun ones to hang out with hang exclusively with the gang at Pixar. And that's such a bland line.
1: It is a little (laughs) bit, but also it's really telling because at the same time, ants was also coming out right and new york times before yeah yeah yeah. and the new york
0: times said the best ant colony movie of the year about a bug's life so that's some shade yeah but the other one was made you know with woody allen in it and that's even more problematic and less worth our time and attention
1: so the viewer score was like 73 percent, which i can understand that's that's about where i'm at yeah yeah benny z two days ago said it was fine nothing more we're right there with you benny (laughs) And William F from 2015 said it was way better than Ants. I never saw Ants, so Did you not? No, I didn't. And okay. I again I have no desire to. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> it essentially is kind of the same movie. It has the same sort of ideas, like eh. ants are being bullied by eh. other bugs. But, eh. but it's important because Jeffrey Katzenberg, who used who used to work for Disney, left the company because they kind of started about heads. Mm. And essentially kind of stole the idea, or at least that's what like Steve jobs and Lasseter sort of, I mean, sure.
0: But that's kind of Hollywood. Like you'll see the same kind of spec script going around because it's in vogue and you'll see a lot of similar movies happening at the same time as a result.
1: Yeah. It just, the, 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 the coincidence on this, especially coming out a month before. And they were both animated movies that were breaking new ground. Yeah. Like I, I, I would be hard-pressed to say that, that that there wasn't some sort of foul play. Well, I don't know. Disney won in matter. the end. It yeah. truly doesn't. Yeah. In terms of awards, um, it was nominated for Best Original Musical or Comedy Score with Randy Newman. Of course it was. And uh, it lost to Shakespeare in Love that year. A lot
0: of things did that year, and that's in and of itself a divisive topic. <laughs>
1: The, just a note, like the best animated feature did not actually exist at this point. Right. The, the first time that actually happened was I think like next year when Shrek came out and built and beat out Monsters Inc. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it wasn't a, well, There you go. it wasn't a thing. Disney yet. got their, the, the nose thumbed at them <laughs> just a little bit. I yep. mean, they, they went on to basically win it every year after, but you oh, know, sure. hey, what a, Uh, At the Grammys, it won
0: for Best Instrumental Composition for Randy Newman (laughs) and was nominated for Best Song, which is the Time of Your Life song over the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In terms of trivia, the animators also employed subsurface scattering. We talked about that a bit. It was developed by Pixar co-founder Edwin Catmull during his graduate days at the University of Utah in the 1970s in order to render surfaces in a more lifelike way. Uh, And this was the first time that uh, subsurface scattering was used in a Pixar film.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the bug's life was it was released um, theatrically in a widescreen aspect ratio, um, but it's it's important because the full screen version of it, which was found on the VHS and DVD, was actually re-rendered shot for shot, um, and like they moved characters together so that they would oh. fit close, they would fit in a square frame. Um, this really wasn't done before. Yeah, like it, it was the either they would just crop it, and they would just if things got cut off, they got cut off. So it was really cool to see that attention to detail. Um, and the DVD version is also important because it was the first completely all digital video transfer. This never went to film.
0: Oh, right. And as we mentioned earlier, uh, P.T. Flea is voiced by John Ratzenberger, Pixar legend. It's his favorite Pixar role. Apparently, Carol Burnett was originally considered for the role of Queen Ant. I wonder what happened there.
1: Could you imagine what that would sound like?
0: Wait, I, yes. Similar, but distinctly different. Carol Burnett's so much brassier and... Yeah. Um, Phyllis Diller's just so dry and cackly, but I guess they were contemporaries in comedy. That's wild. Maybe Phyllis was a little bit older. Anyway, I don't know that it would have changed the movie too much, but it's an interesting tidbit. Raspberries. That's not Carol Burnett. Oh shit. <laughs> what
1: was the what was the uh oh, Jam Tomorrow, Jam Yesterday. That's
0: still not Carol Burnett.
1: It's not. It's Carol Channing.
0: Well, and finally, Angela Lansbury had the role of Aunt Daisy, the
1: ant, but this character didn't make it into the film. <laughs> and Sally Field had the same thing. Uh, she was supposed to play the role of the Michelle, the aunt. Um, but this character also didn't make it into the film.
0: But it up. That's so. um, that's a bug's
1: life. What would you think? Honestly, it looks better than Toy Story did. I, I watched Toy Story not too long ago um, just because it well, was one on- would hope. Well, sure, but but when they remastered them in 4K and HDR, and they put it on this giant 65 inch screen that we have in our house, you mean you put it on a giant 65 inch screen? In sure, yes. yeah. Toy Story just doesn't look great. Sure, um, this one and, and and a little bit of that subsurface scattering probably is to help here. It does look better, and it mm-hmm. is sharper. Texture still leave a little bit to be desired, but honestly, like I felt like this was, I didn't at any point be like, Oh, this is, this is hard to watch. You know,
0: I wonder what it would be like if they went back to certain films and re-rendered them with their newer technologies.
1: You know, I feel like they have done that before. I'll have to do some research and figure that out because Mm -hmm. I know that I think it was with the Incredibles. They went and did a, a a remaster with that. So I'll I'll have to go see. I, I, I may be completely wrong, but I mean, you know, when we get to that movie, we'll talk about that. And I also, I do want to say that like the characters in this movie were actually like, they did a good job. Like there was a lot of characters in this movie and they Mm -hmm. did a good job of introducing them all. Uh, You got to know them and you know, like that's, that's hard to do. Yeah. It's good. It's good to, It's a good testament to their storytelling.
0: It was an okay movie. It has problematic elements. Sure. The core message is still good. The, the actions of the many can, can stave off the oppression of the few. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that that's worth, I think that's worth remembering right now in this day and age, as we move through this very critical portion in history where more and more people come to realize that black lives matter. Alrighty, Clancy where can they find me on social media?
1: Well they can find you at Josh watching TV that's Josh watching TV without the G on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Yep and they can find you as Clancy without the A that's C-L-N-C-Y on Twitter and Instagram and you can find the show everywhere as nonplussed pod that's facebook instagram twitter you can email us suggestions at nonpluspod.com. if we get something wrong or we need some course correction by all means let us know please
1: please do
0: um also before we go don't forget check out patreon.com making mischief it's the mischief media network patreon we're getting ready for our next uh patreon drop which i think is next week and we're looking at the um pixar short out
1: yes i'm super excited about this i've been wanting to watch it for uh, two weeks and yeah we're I'm,
0: literally gonna it may not make it all and i mean why why wouldn't it uh we'll see what what happens but we're gonna record it or, while, we're, while watching we're watching it, it yeah. and then have our thoughts so um chip in head to patreon.com slash making mischief you want to get in on that one of the lower levels you can also join our discord so you can reach out to us and we can have conversations there yep um but yeah that's going to help us keep plugging along at what we're doing and supporting great podcasts across the Mischief Media Network like Pottercast, Roll Nine and Three
1: Quarters, Healthy Geek Academy. Healthy
0: Geek Academy. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Um, and you know, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, uh yes. all of the podcast platforms. Yes. Um please leave reviews for us. We love to read them and we love it. And put we a, might even read them on the end. Try to
0: put a a pun that's themed to whatever you were listening to when you felt you wanted to. Give us a five star rating and write a review. Put some sort of fun pun in and we'll read it live on the air. Fun puns. Fun puns, fun puns. Leave us a review, fun puns. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> it is a known fact that we do love a punny review on iTunes.
1: iTunes is a biscuit. Let him sop you up. That
0: over there is my husband Clancy. And
1: that over there is my husband Josh.
0: And we are nonplussed. Bye. Black Lives Matter.
1: Black Lives Matter you uh-huh. ride a horse? I mean I'm su- I'm sure I could. I mean, you've never ridden a horse oh, before.
0: Oh, I've re- I've ridden a horse. Well, then you can
1: ride a horse. I could ride a horse. Yeah. I'd just
0: be scared I was going to get thrown again.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean I got kicked in the head by a horse when I was very young, so
0: Which explains a lot. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Don't forget to check out Tavor on iOS and Android for your 100% independent resource for tasty and tantalizing craft brews. Just search
0: Tavor, that's T-A-V-O-U-R, in your app store search to get $10 off your first order of $25 or more. Cheers! Bye. Bye!